0: Welcome back to the podcast. I have with me an old friend with whom I have only spent a very brief period of time, but we got to present together. And as our listener might know, Yogi Cameron, when you are thrown into sort of a spotlight together, there's something that happens and you become an instant cohesive unit as we did that day on the stage at ABC those many years ago. I have the great honor of having Yogi Cameron here with me today. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
0: Yes. So you spent, uh, as I did, over a decade in fashion. Um, You were a model. That's the face of many high fashion and beauty brands, actually. Any favorites Mm -hmm. of those that you can point to?
1: Oh, always uh, Valentino, Versace. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, Karl Lagerfeld was always a favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: beautiful. If you're listening to us and you haven't seen his face yet, I would strongly recommend you go look it up. It's so beautiful. Um, and that beautiful face is a result of a beautiful heart, as you will now learn. You began through this experience to understand what sort of drives folks to be obsessed and concerned with outer beauty but you were also very curious (laughs) about what happens on the inside. You then landed in India and you spent 18 years studying yogic philosophy, Ayurvedic medicine, both as a practitioner and as a yogi. Um, And as many of us have, you found kind of what you needed in the studies regarding the mind, the function of higher consciousness, um, You talk about how you studied in Ayurveda, you studied the biology of the human body and how to sort of return or regain balance through the treatments and the lifestyle and the sort of daily quotidian practices. And then this 30 plus years of education has led to the creation of a beautiful business called 108. 108 Health and Beauty. Is what I have right in front of me right now. I've been using it for several months now. I love the products. These are basically liposomal uh, Ayurvedic formulas. And what I would like to talk about today, I think, is how you came to creating these extremely innovative formulas that I'm super inspired to share, but also where you think all of this work is going in the yoga space. So first, let's start with 108.
1: Yeah, it's really a culmination of my own work uh, trajectory coming from India and then looking at what's on the market, um, how the body works, and what works best in the body. And 108 came about really because of all the people that I treat, usually give them different types of herbs to take and concoctions and pretty much all the powders taste really bad and people find it very difficult to take them. Um, So I was thinking, okay, this has to be a solution. And then the pills, when you take lots of different pills, it really taxes the body to have to digest them, absorb them and then, put it through your body itself that's not efficient either because uh, if you're taking one pill it's not a it's okay but if you're taking four or five it becomes a problem as i was researching this over the years i came across liposomal technology which really comes from the pharmaceutical world which is where you use machinery to break down the particles in the solution make them smaller So these make them what we call highly bioavailable, meaning they absorb quickly. I started to get very fascinated by that concept um, because we use, now we're getting into AI, um, we use technology and science and uh, all these things to simplify our life, supposedly. And I found that liposomal technology... Married with the original formulas did this. So suddenly I saw, like you experienced, oh, people can take a smaller dosage, get higher absorption, not have to dump a lot of stuff into their body. It's liquid, very easy to take. And suddenly they can be on the go, doesn't bother their digestion, and they're getting the goodness that they need, the nourishment they need from their supplements. And this suddenly worked. I found that um, from all the reviews, people, and the conversations we have with everybody, they start to say, yeah, you know, I find it very taxing to take lots of supplements. I don't even know if they really work in my body. But these, I feel, you're really feeling them only because absorption is very quick. So you can tell. So it's not like taking a powder or a pill and three hours later, you might feel something. Here, you're getting, you know, within minutes and effect and you feel it and you say okay I get this Um, and then also there's no um, danger of you overtaking them either because what's happened in the supplement world as it has in yoga world in every part of industry is people tend to supersize everything so they supersize their meditations and their supplements and their food and everything thinking you know more is better and When it comes to supplements, like medicine, it's better you take less. Um, If you're very sick, it's different. In that short amount of time, a few days, you might need more. But in general, to maintain your body as preventative medicine, let's call it, you really need small amounts. That means the body isn't taxed. You're not doing the job of the body for it. You're just giving it some help to do its own work. And that's really the beauty of how the liposomal formulas work.
0: Yeah. I feel that I've actually just now taken the de-stress, the fortify Mm. formula. Yeah. Tastes so good with (laughs) ashwagandha. But I think the point that you're making right now is something that we can take with us sort of on a broader scale. The small amounts consistently delivered
1: hmm. Yeah. And, you know, people talk about baby steps. And I typically say baby steps are for babies. Uh, we need to take adult steps. But uh, it's really about putting enough food in your body, doing enough practice, uh, taking your supplements in the right amount, that your body and mind are just uh, operating at an optimal way where they're not forcefully being pushed to do something. Years ago when I first trained in yoga and um, I was in New York and I did a six-month uh, yoga training before I went to India, you know, a lot of the guys would stay up late and do lots of breathing practices and then they couldn't sleep for like three days, you know, and I used to remember that and I thought, oh wow, so you can overuse breathing practices and you can overuse water you know drink too much water you know so really finding that balance I find is being in tune being uh, very aware mindful um, and intuitive to what's going on in the moment not yesterday not what's happening tomorrow but what's happening in this moment to how much of something you need so Even the recommended dosage, I say on the bottle, I say, you still got to be aware of, do I need a little bit more or a little bit less? And nobody can tell you that. You have to know that yourself.
0: I appreciate that note, actually, that you put on the bottle. I am um, kind of obsessed with these formulas, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're always very close by. They travel with me from my desk over to the little podcast area when I'm working here, back over to the bedroom. Um, I would love to know, for the creator who might be listening to this podcast, because I have a fair amount of creators who listen to this and who also are guests here, how on earth does one begin to initiate this process of creating such an effective and um, important line?
1: It's like anything. All, All your viewers, you we've all been through the same process where if we wanted to do something, we started it with a thought. Then we started it and we continued with an intention. Then we started to think, uh, how would I do this? And then you start the process and you keep falling and you're failing and you you keep coming to the wall. Um, And then you think, how do I get around this wall? Because very few people make liposomal products, there are very few manufacturers. It's it's a very new development, so there's not a lot of choices, and you really go through it. You know, um, the first when we first tried to make ashwagandha, um, you know, we made it and it clumped up. It didn't, you know, it didn't mix with the oil, the sunflower oil we used. So we had to go through three or four different uh, levels of understanding it. And, you know, you have to work with the people that you're working with. Um, And it gets very frustrating at times because you're like, what's happening here? And then we would make, you know, the triphala. It would be great. People would use it for two days. It was great. And then in the third, fourth day, it wouldn't work. So we went through a lot of that and it takes a lot of patience did a lot of reading. Um, I actually watched lots of videos of other people who started businesses
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to see, you know, what are the pitfalls and what do you have to watch out for. And and hands down, everybody says, you know, perseverance, uh, patience, mm-hmm. um, never taking no for an answer. So it's a culmination of those kind of things that make you – As a yogi, I don't push. I don't push hard. Um, I don't believe in that. I believe in balance. So it's still keeping yourself healthy, nourishing yourself, stimulating yourself, um, taking yourself through the creative process, but not getting totally consumed that it's not healthy because when you're creating a health product, the founder, you yourself should be healthy you should be an example for other people who will make healthy products. Um, So that was something that I kept into. Uh, I added, let's say, to my training because mm, I didn't hear that a lot out there was to keep a balance. It was always about pushing hard. And the nature of business is like that. But, uh, yeah, it's a very instructive and lengthy process. And uh, even now you know, educating people in why this is important for them. Um, what is liposomal products? You know, what are these formulations? Um, I mean, even down to what is an Ayurvedic formulation? Because now we have many brands making Ayurvedic formulations, but there are two different types of formulations. There's the one according to the text and those texts are from somewhere of 1,000 years to 6,000 years old to people making their own blend.
0: Right. (laughs) Taking some liberties.
1: (laughs) Well, it it happens a lot. Uh, People make products, they put them together, and then they say this is an Ayurvedic formula. But what makes an Ayurvedic formula is truly the fact that it came from the text. Um, I am not the sage who made... And I am not the doctor of those ages who made that formula. It was made in the precise time uh, using astrology, uh, planetary positioning. Uh, the temperature was precise. The mixture was precise. I would equate it to how you chant Sanskrit mantras. They have to be chanted in a very particular way, a particular time and the pronunciation has to be so spot on for them to have the true meaning and effect that you're looking for.
0: When you talk about the Ayurvedic text, what exactly are you referencing?
1: So there are different texts. Um, Shushrut, for example, was one of the medical doctors at the time. Um, So you have the Shushrut Samhita. That's one of the texts. I'm not talking about the Vedas themselves. The Vedas The four texts of the Vedas uh, are the books of knowledge, Veda meaning knowledge, um, and Ayur uh, coming from Ayurveda, coming from the Vedas themselves. I'm not talking about those books. Those books are some, uh, who knows, six to 10,000 years old. I'm talking about the um, doctors and physicians who came after that and who wrote down how you treated the patient, um, there are some, uh, parts of surgery mentioned in the Vedas, but really all of Ayurveda and the medicines and everything came later by the physicians who were there 2000 years ago, 3000, 4000 years ago. And the reason that they are so prominent is because, you know, they weren't on their phones. They weren't doing business. They were in the forest. They were meditating. They knew by intuition and alchemy, how to mix these formulations in the right quantity, in the right weather, in the right season. So that's why they are so prominent, and we call them, you know, those are the texts.
0: Okay, I understand that now. So a little further into the formulations, um, because I think to share them with our listeners is actually a real benefit to them. These are not expensive. They are extremely efficient delivery, as we've talked about. Liposomal goes directly into your cells. Um, there are three formulations. The first is Lighten, and that has to do with detoxing. Triphala, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the second is Fortify, and that has to do with uh, de-stressing ashwagandha. That's kind of my favorite, purple one. And then of course Purify, which has to do with your immune health and support. Um, how did you formulate these and are you happy with how they've turned out?
1: Happy is very, um, subjective <laughs> in, in that we are always looking to see how the people react, because the most important thing is not how I find the formula themselves, but How do people react to them in terms of efficiency? And are they efficacious, you know, when they go into your body? That's the most important thing. The reason I came up with these uh, are because COVID was around um, lung health, lung immunity uh, became an issue. And what we're finding is the aftermath of COVID is very much to do with people's lungs being affected so this will be with us for a while and then of course when you get the flu and you get the cold kapha the element of earth is what builds up in the body from the chest upwards so in the throat in the sinuses in the sinus cavities next to the nose um, just above the uh, in between the eyebrows and that cavities all fill up with the earth element kapha so it's mucusy. This formula is made for that. And a lot of people suffer from mucus as well. Um, so cleansing the lungs, sinus cavity, membrane is part of health. It's also part of our practice in the morning when we do shat karmas, which are all the cleansings where some people, they don't know, maybe they're doing a shot karma when they're doing the neti pot. Um, so we do... a a slightly more exaggerated version of that. Uh, so that's the reason Purify came along. And then, of course, we live in big cities, the air is uh, moderate and quite polluted. Um, so having some support I found being uh, of uh, kind of imperative. And of course, people have shallow breath, a lot of stress first affects the breathing. So overall, it was to give some support to the lungs that really never get any support in terms of cleansing. People think about cleansing in all sorts of areas of the body, but not the lungs in particular. Uh, Lighten is the famous trifala, being one of the formulations in Ayurvedic. And by the way, the the Purify formula is uh, actually an comes from the Chinese medicine. Uh, it's not an Ayurvedic formula. It does have some Ayurvedic herbs in it, but it's an 1800 year old text formula that's mentioned in the Chinese text. Uh, and I didn't find one as effective in the Ayurvedic medicine. So I used the Chinese medicine uh, for this one. And Chinese medicine is quite, uh, quite similar.
0: You know, what's interesting is when I take the Purify, I actually am reminded of times when I've taken Chinese herbs in Mm. tea. I didn't mind the taste. A lot of people really find it repugnant, but I love Chinese herbs. So Mm. I really love this formula. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: You know, I say to people, there's no sugars. There's no added um, artificial things. We have a little preservative, which is actually citric acid coming from lemon. Um, We don't add any flavoring, so it's all just pure herbs. And for that couple of seconds that you take it, um, it will also help to cleanse the palate. And I say it to people is if you really find it, you know, not palatable, it's because when your sixth taste on your tongue, your tongue is toxic in a way. you've got so used to artificial flavors, you know, you could have been drinking wine, you you could be taking a lot of sugar, um, different things that you're drinking, you know, very strong smoothies, whatever it is. What happens is your tongue and the six tastes uh, get so um, used to certain flavors and they totally reject other flavors. Because if you're eating a whole food diet, these should be quite tasty after the, basically after you've used it once or twice. Um, and that's an, another sign that your palate is not, uh, is not right. Let's call it, or is not um, purified is when you really dislike, you know, strong herbal tastes. Um, and That is a huge
0: realization, by the way.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of people complain about the taste and I say, well, what are you eating? And then once we get into the second, third things that they're eating, I'm like, your tongue is basically numb. um, And when you put something organic on it, it totally opens it up like it does with a wine. When you let wine breathe, you let your tongue breathe and suddenly you're actually cleansing the palate and uh, you don't like it you know, it has such a reverse effect on you, because you're looking for sensory pleasure in everything you eat. And then what's happening is you're not, um, you're eating, you know, artificial sugars, even if you eat natural sugars, but you eat too much of it, then your tongue is basically polluted, and it needs cleansing, you know. So that's really what's happening. And that's you know, to me, all of these flavors are amazing because every day I'm taking different types of herbs and I'm eating whole foods and we're not, you know, I'm still eating sugar, but I'm not eating white sugar. Um, and I'm eating, you know, small amounts of sugar. I'm drinking three or four different herbal teas a day. So my palate is constantly getting cleaned throughout the day. So then if I, you know, taste something that's artificial, I have the same reaction as people who taste something very natural and don't like it. It's a reverse effect that happens.
0: I think that has been happening to me too. I've been on a bunch of herbs for quite some time with great, great results. And I don't have the same affinity for sugar that I used to have. I definitely don't crave it like I used to. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of eat any foul old herb thing and just be like, oh, that feels actually (laughs) really good, you know.
1: Yeah, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Well, it kills your cravings, like you said. You know, that's the other thing people said. Yeah, after I start getting used to that really kind of strong taste, it kills my craving for sugar and other things. You know, when we're talking about one herb like ashwagandha or we're talking about trifala, which is three different herbs, purify is 21 different herbs. Each herb is doing many, many, many things, multiple effects in the body. So like with ashwagandha, the fortify, we're saying, OK, ashwagandha is one herb and we're using it mainly Herbs kind of become famous. So ashwagandhas has become an adaptogen in everybody's brain. They're like, oh, I know that that's an adaptogen. It's for calming. But ashwagandha is used in so many different things. It helps to build testosterone in the body um, in a very mild way. So women and men can take it. It builds sexual virility in the body. If you have weakness in the body. So these herbs are used for many different things. And they're not just one thing. Uh, That's why when people take it and say, well, I thought it was going to have, you know, calming effect and everything. But actually, I feel invigorated at the same time. I say, yeah, because ashwagandha is a very invigorating, hot herb. It's not a spicy herb, but it's a hot herb. It brings heat into the body, but it's mild. So it doesn't overheat you. That's why men and women can take it. Because sometimes people will say, oh, okay, that's a male herb. Well, it depends on the quantity that you take and how much of it you take. And how much of it do you absorb and digest? That also has to be taken into consideration. That's why you have to play and have a relationships with your food, with your herbs, um, just the same way as you have a relationship with somebody else. Because... When you take these things, you'll get feedback in your body. You just now have to know and be cognitive of that feedback um, and not just take something and forget about it.
0: Yeah, that I understand. Um, We haven't touched upon the uh, fortified. Well, no, you've just touched upon the ashwagandha. Um, Tell us a little more about this particular formula. It's really my favorite.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody is under some stress, um, thinking too much. Uh, It's part of the nature of running your own business, of working, going into the workplace. So the mind, really all our ailments, all our problems start in the mind because the mind is way too active. Um, You could just be even reading on the computer uh, something and you don't realize that the computer is giving off certain rays because of the screen you're interacting with something artificial it brings down your energy a lot so when you have the fortify next to your computer and you're taking some of it uh it helps a lot to not keep you awake it does help to keep you alert because what it does is calms the nervous system a little bit and then you become more alert it's not, you know, like a ginseng or a green tea that, you know, pushes you to be more alert if you take a lot of it. It's really very subtle in how it works. But, of course, if you sit in front of your computer too long, then you shouldn't keep taking Fortify. You should get up, go outside, breathe the air, sit in nature a little bit. Right. The balance needs to be there. You know, supplements are not food. They're not nourishment. They're supposed to be used as a helper to the body to do its own job. But if you keep pushing the body too much, they won't work as well. Right. And we don't want to keep piling it on and taking more and more because eventually they won't work. So you really need to have a balance of nourishing yourself with food, working enough, but with breaks. I guess your rule should be anything artificial that you're interacting with needs a break. Uh, I'll do this podcast. It's in front of a computer. Then uh, I will go and drive and run an errand. Then I'll sit, have my lunch quietly outside. Then I'll do something, you know. So I'm breaking up the time that I'm interacting with artificial you know, things, let's call them, um, because we need to interject a lot of nature into this artificial world that we're kind of living in. Otherwise, we'll get more and more, you know, psychological problems and health problems, and the herbs and the formulas will work for you somewhat, but they won't help because the root cause will be too strong Mm. uh, for them to be against, you know. So really, it's it's a, you have to find that balance.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think our listener will benefit greatly from just a momentary highlight on this way in which you organize your day so that you're in front of a computer and then you step away and then mm. do other things. So Talk about that a little bit.
1: The morning and the night, we bookend with practice, sadhana. Um, it's how we live. Uh, so... It's not about how many hours you do. We wake up early around four, uh, we chant, we take shower, brush teeth, uh, we do shot karmas, cleansings of the nostrils and mouth and cavities. Actually, I oil the body before I shower, uh, because the biggest organ of the body is the skin and needs some help. You know, things like the lungs, the skin, the joints really don't help these areas out. So when you oil the body with Ayurvedic oils, it really helps a lot. Then shower, come and do practice, um, yoga, asanas, breathing, chanting, puja, all that stuff. So by eight o'clock in the morning, ready for the day. First, you check in, um, see what the most important things are, uh, like eating. Am I hungry? If I'm not hungry, I don't eat. If I am hungry, then I make something to eat. So you notice that I have not yet checked my phone. The phone Mm. is not in, you know, a part of my being at this point. Uh, We don't sleep with it in the room. Um, I would have just tapped on it uh, after my practice just to see if there was an emergency. There wasn't, then I continue. I eat or have my tea, coffee, uh, whatever I'm having. And then I'm ready to work. Um, so I start to work. So today I'm doing the podcast with you. And then, uh, after this, I'll check the emails. I'll go through, see what's the most important answer a couple. Then I'm done with the computer. Then I go do something else. Um, and then in an hour or so, I'll come back to the computer, I'll spend another hour. Uh, and then I'll close the computer and I'll go off. Uh, I do some exercise. And then, again, I'll come back to the computer in a couple of hours uh, for another hour. And that happens to be today's um, day, and then I'm done. So really, I've spent three hours on the computer, I've been outside, I've done exercise, I've nourished the body. And then if some days it's a bit longer and I need more time, then I'll go do something else. Um, I play tennis, pickleball uh, as exercise. So the idea is that you're getting some cardiovascular exercise. In the morning, I'm getting stretching with yoga. It all just makes things better throughout the day uh, because we're not machines. We have feelings. We're organic. Um, The morning may be your time where you feel the best. Maybe you feel better in the afternoon, you know, or you get sleepier in the afternoon and you're you're not as good. So you have to know yourself to set the best routine out based on your elements, which is your Prakruti and your nature. Uh, Ayurveda says everybody has their own nature and different things work and different schedules work better for different people. Um, Of course, some people work in the office. Some people work at home as well, but they have kids. Find a way to adjust. Um, I find that, like I was speaking with a client yesterday, I find that when you make your resolution, your sankalpa, you resolve to do something, and it's in your consciousness, you will get to it. So we don't start the conversation with, I don't have time and I can't do that. We start our conversation in our mind with, yes, this is what I want to do. And I will do a version of it, even if it's my busiest day. Right. 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 So suddenly even my busiest day hasn't stopped me exercising somewhat, hasn't stopped me doing my practice, hasn't stopped me nourishing my body because Surely work will be there continuously, and it's not never-ending. So let's know that it's never-ending and break it up so it continues day by day, but the work doesn't just take over our life. Right.
0: You know, it's interesting. There are many days where, for some whatever reason or another, I have a kid uh, I have to go bring him something at school. I missed the little forty-minute window for my movement, so I have to put it in later. But I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a—it's an absolute non-negotiable, along with my meditation in the morning in the very early hours. Mm-hmm. And it really helps; it changes everything. Like if I'm in a really bad mood, or you know, I'm doubting myself, I'm feeling really anxious. Movement instantly changes it. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instantly.
1: Well, because you put it in your consciousness as a non-negotiable, so you don't ever come back to negotiate about it, right? So your whole energy about you has become, I do that. That's just who I am. That's how it is. Just the same as I eat, same as I drink, uh, same as I take a shower. It's just Mm -hmm. part of my life. So people who don't, do that keep negotiating with themselves about things right so we don't want to negotiate on things that are non-negotiable we want to just put that to rest and then it just becomes a part of our life but we have to be honest with ourselves you know a lot of times when i'm i particularly work with people getting their routines in order and shuffling things around to find them more time and A lot of times we come to the understanding this person doesn't actually want what they thought they wanted, even when you find time for it. So you know, there's a lot of um, truthfulness has to go into that conversation with ourselves, which is, I have a small amount of time on Earth. What do I want to do with this time? What what do I truly want to do with it? not what I think I should do with it, or what somebody else thinks I should do with it. Uh, yesterday, I was talking with this lady; she's probably in sixties, and you know, she's very clear about you know when I leave my job, um, this finance job, I want to dedicate my life to practice and sadhana and going part of the time in India with my guru, and then being here. Um, understands what she wants. And then I speak to somebody else and they say, well, I think I need to do this. And they're not quite clear because they haven't opened the door and closed the door on their non-negotiables, which are, this is part of my belief system. You know, this is who I am. So let me put that to rest. Let me not revisit that anymore. All right. and then Not build, an option. Yeah, not an option. Let me build my life around that thing that is non-negotiable. And then everything will not become easy, but everything will flow.
0: Right. You know, it's interesting. One of my courses called Simplify. I teach that this is actually the first thing you put into your calendar is your movement before your family, (laughs) before your work. Like that's wipe out your calendar after a week of really observing and seeing what's working. Wipe it out and then put in first movement daily. When is that Mm. happening? It works really well.
1: Well, you're in a flow and your mind is supporting your flow rather than going against the flow.
0: Exactly.
1: Right? When you want to simplify something, you're really saying is, well, I want to move all the obstacles out of my way which are going to stop me living the way I want to live. But if the obstacle is you not understanding what you want in the first place, well, then that has to become clear. Right, of course. of course. You know, you can't be a Christian and be a Muslim at the same time. You know, you got to pick one, live one, still love everybody, still be part of everybody's life and everything. But one is one path and the other one is another path. So pick your path. You know, it's like in yoga, um, pick your path and live that path. A lot of the confusion that comes into the yogic world is people keep jumping paths. Mm. You know, Mm. I'm trying this and I'm trying that and I've tried that. It's like, well, pick a path that's based on your personality and you thrive in it because it's going to take you, I don't know how many lifetimes to perfect that path, you know. And there's definitely a lot going on on each path. So enjoy it, uh, live it, have a wonderful time with it um, but thrive in it. Um, and don't get frustrated that you're not getting anywhere, you know, kind of thing, because that's part of the journey as well.
0: Yeah. Your site is one Oh eight dot Yeah.
1: Instead of.com.health.
0: Yep. And what a great URL, mm-hmm. um, on your site, you have a section called enlighten.
1: Can mm-hmm. you talk to
0: us a little bit about what you're offering there?
1: Yeah, Enlighten is about, or the blog is there to bring different subjects, you know, pregnancy, inflammation, all the different things that people want to read about. And then Enlighten is there to show you, you know, how we formulate, why we formulate, uh, what's the history behind it, uh, what is liposomal technology. All of the sort of more in-depth content is there on Enlighten. Um, like I said, together with the blog as well, which takes you into a lot of different subjects, um, that will help you understand yourself better. That's why it's called Enlighten. It's about reading, understanding, um, gaining some more knowledge, uh, and then applying that to your life, uh, in the way that we were just speaking about.
0: I think the last thing I want to address, I like to go into the dorky science of things and the way that you describe under Enlighten on that page 108.health, you have the science. And mm-hmm. so when one clicks on the science there, you get to see the comparison between nanoparticles, cell particles, am I saying that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And liposomes. Nano is basically shrinking things down to the smallest scale. Nano emulsion molecules with one end attracted to water and the other end attracted to oil are good carriers for nutrients. But the liposomes are the tiny little lipid bubbles that act as delivery vehicles to facilitate the absorption of the substances into our bodies. And these lipid bubbles protect nutrients from digestive breakdown, so they can be readily assimilated cellularly. Um, Your combination of liposomal and micelle technology is what makes this so magical.
1: Mm, yeah, is that accurate? Yeah, exactly. Because everything that you take into the body, you put into the mouth, part of it absorbs, the smallest particles absorb in uh, under the tongue to some degree. Uh, that's why when you drink alcohol, for example, you feel uh, the effects of it quite quickly. So it's the same with medicines. Um, the reason you start to feel that headache tablet works so quickly, some of that is absorbing. Ayurveda calls the mouth the little stomach, because some of those tiny particles nanoparticles, uh, liposomal particles, micelle particles are getting absorbed in the mouth. Then more denser part goes into the stomach everything you take into your stomach, whatever you eat at chips, you eat pill, whatever you do takes the same route into the digestive tract. Now the acid of the stomach is hot and it starts to burn things up. Now if you take um, the smallest particles, they're going to get burned up straight away. So the, the liposomal delivery system is where that herbal formulations is encapsulated in the oil. So it doesn't get destroyed. And that oil can be absorbed through the lining of the stomach. That is how pharmaceuticals, some pharmaceuticals have delivered uh, their formulas and medicines into the system as well. And that's why, you know, a painkiller or something that somebody's Taken has worked so well and so quickly. Um, Here we're delivering the formulation itself. And, you know, if it's ashwagandha, it's been broken down into the small particle plus the oil and being encapsulated. Now it's being protected. So it doesn't get just burnt up and in the acid of the stomach. So that's a basic way of describing it. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, it's been around this technology. I mean, we call it technology. We call it a delivery system. So a delivery system is a pill, is a liquid, is a liposomal. These are all called delivery systems. So these have been around for a long time. Even in Ayurvedic medicine a long time ago, they've used a lot of these things. And they've mixed you know, formulas in oils. They just didn't have the machinery, but they've used them. So there's nothing is new. Let's say that uh, we're using all kind of things in a new way. Um, but none of the technologies are really that new.
0: Got it. Well, I'm so grateful for your time today. I learned a lot here, uh, got inspired, reaffirmed and really appreciative of the way in which you have led your life and go about your business. Um, Thankful for
1: you. Thank you. I really... Yeah. It's been nice chatting, educating, being educated. Um, yeah. What you're doing for people is priceless in terms of, you know, your approach to things as well. And um, it's nice to also have a satsang. And, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. There's nothing like it. It's just uh, been too long.
1: I know. Because, well, we also are in the world... You know, one of my uh, things is that years ago, teachers didn't have to work in the sense of earning a living. So, you know, my Ayurvedic teacher, I remember when he basically living in the woods in India and he had to come out and earn a living. And it's funny how things have become more stressful uh, a lot of times for teachers as well, because we're having to be out there in the world. and make a living and make a difference and all that. But, uh, we don't get time to step back either. We have to create just like everybody else that we're helping. We have to do all those things. Um, I guess the good part of it is we have a greater understanding of what people are going through because we are going through it. Um, whereas my guru and all his guru and his guru, uh, didn't, um, have to because you know they were taken care of by the village you know
0: it's an interesting thing that last point that you made that we are actually more attuned to what you know people are going through whether they're teachers or not because we also have to just make a living
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: Mm -hmm. i had to diverge and diversify so much in order to support my family and yeah it's an interesting point
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these things I contemplate because I read the history of, you know, of how people lived and everything we're going through really now has multiplied. And when I was talking about supersizing everything that's happened since really 100 years ago, since the industrial revolution uh, where everything multiplied exponentially like Hundred times, two hundred times, a thousand times, ten thousand times. You know the population, the the speed at which everybody's thinking, the speed at which people are living, how much we're trying to cram into time and space. And so, from my point of view as a Ayurvedic practitioner, I'm seeing all the diseases, ailments, and uh, strain that everybody has really because of society and the lifestyle that we have to live. So really to manage it all, there's an art to it. It really is a dedication.
0: Yeah, that is well said. The art of it is uh, not lost on me. And I think like with all art, it's always evolving. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things that one can do. And I think you're a really shining example of, you know, how to organize your day so that you and your practices are prioritized and then you can go in and be the, you know, more reactive business owner that one needs to be.
1: Mm. Yeah. And for all you people who run your own business or work or the office, I'm there with you. You know, as a Yogi, I've got a spiritual life down and joyful. Um, I've got a lot of balance in life, but when it comes to running your own business, I bow to all of you because, um, or even managing yourself at work and working for a corporation because I now understand what everybody goes through because (laughs) I'm like, whoa, this is like a ride like no other.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, this is real. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I've, it has made me use my spiritual practice in many ways that I didn't think I needed to use it. So Mm. I guess that's a blessing.
0: That is a blessing. Well, thank you again, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, This has been a real pleasure for me. Once again, for our listener, the website is 108.health. 108 numbers, 108.health. And there you will find all of the formulas about which we've spoken, the science, the blog, so much education and information. I hope you enjoy. And Yogi Cameron, thank you again for being here.
1: Thank you so much.